the Locked On Diamondbacks podcast. You're part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team, every day, you're listening to Miller Thomas, the always wonderful, and might I add, handsome host of this podcast. Graduated from college uh, this upcoming December. I-, I was supposed to graduate in the May, but I didn't. Thought I had more credits, but apparently I was missing one. So now I'm graduating in December, but don't worry. Still a multimedia journalist. I'm still a graphic designer. You can still check out my website, millerthomas24.myportfolio.com. On there, you can see all my latest work, from my packages to my articles to my photos and my graphic design. Don't forget to go to rockauto.com for all your auto and body parts because they always have an amazing selection and the prices are always reliably low. Now on today's Diamondbacks podcast, I want to talk about the team being a a big tease, talk about them struggling right now on their five-game losing streak, and then I want to do a little talk about this upcoming series against the Colorado Rockies, so we'll get into all that, but first, if your company's interested in reaching men between the ages of 18 and 44, your company should be sponsoring this podcast, Locked On Diamondbacks to listen to by 98% men and 80% between the ages of 18 and 44. So you want men in that age range, this is your spot. Plus, I'll rate to the most reasonable around. Email me at LockedOnDiamondbacks at gmail.com to find out more. Now let's get right into it, and let's talk about this D-backs slump because, man, this is just the D-backs. I know you guys are D-backs fans. Otherwise, you wouldn't be listening to this podcast. And so you guys know, I don't have to tell you guys any more than what I'm feeling right now. I know you guys have been feeling this the same way the last few years. This D-backs team is just a tease. That's what this. That's what they are. They're the cute girl who is all dressed up, who you think you can go talk to, who actually flirts back with you, but the whole time is just doing it as a joke with her friends or is really not that serious. They're just being nice. They're just a tease. They're just a tease, and the D-backs are a tease as well. They, this team has not been able to come through like the way we've expected. They started the season slow. They've only, you know, their offense was slow to start the year. Their pitching has been consistently atrocious, you know, outside of Zach Gallon and Merrill Kelly. They picked it up, you know, in the middle of the shortened season we have. They picked it up in the middle of their stretch. They got a little bit better. They went on that little winning streak of uh they they went on that little winning streak where they, you know, strung a few together. To be exact, they won uh, six games in a row, but, you know, they they won a lot more before that. If you just look at the totality of it, they won like 10 of 13 or something similar to that record. I don't have the exact numbers in front of me, but and then after that, the D-backs are now struggling again. So after coming off this terrific stretch where they had a low six game winning streak and they were playing better in the last 14 games where they were actually winning series and winning games consistently, the D-backs are back to being an atrocious ball club. They are currently on a five-game losing streak. They mustered four total runs against the San Francisco Giants, who were in last place. It is now being held by the Arizona Diamondbacks. And they've only put up a total of six runs total in this during this five-game losing streak. So the offense has been, once again, putrid. Now, the pitching, it hasn't been great, but it's been better than, I guess, what we've been accustomed to. They've still <laughs> given up, on average, five-and-a-half runs a game over the during this five-game losing streak. But the offense, you know, I, I would expect to at least compete with that. And last night, Luke Weaver actually had a pretty decent start. It was his second start 
uh, back-to-back where he actually looked like a pretty competent pitcher out there. He went five and two-thirds of an inning. Wow, he made he, he pitched into the sixth inning last night, guys. And he still only had 84 pitches thrown, so just think about that. One walk, five strikeouts. He gave up a home run, but still only two earned runs allowed and five hits total. So that's a very impressive start for Luke Weaver, and that's what we like to see. You like to see him stringing the start together. But his D-backs team... It's just teasing us once again. That's what I'm afraid about. The, this D-backs team, this is just their MO. They like to start seasons uh, pretty good out the gate. Obviously, this year, it, it wasn't great out the gate during those first 10 games. But overall, if we just looked out, you know, coming them coming out the gate after they went on that little streak, that, that little winning streak and that string of games where they were winning games, you know, they, they were above 500 team for a little bit. They were a couple games above 500 just for a little bit, and that's kind of been the D-backs' M.O. They usually start seasons pretty quickly. Uh, if you just look at the last three years, the D-backs have been, uh, they've been winning games early in the season pretty consistently. I mean, from 27 to 2019, they've always had an above 500 record after, what, 20, 30 games? 2017, they started 16 and 11. 2018, they started 20 and 8. And then 2019, they started 17 and 13. So D-backs are usually a team that starts pretty well. It's just during those middle months, they usually struggle. And then they usually come back toward the end and make it feel like it's close when they're really just a, a, a team that's floating around 500 the whole time. And that's what the D-backs are right now. They are currently... Uh, uh, let me see if I could pull the standings up real quick. They're currently a couple games below 500. They look atrocious out there. They're currently a half game back of the Colorado Rockies for fourth place in the NL West. Just think about that. They're now three games below 500 after just after owning the second wild card spot just a week ago. D-backs are still only two games back of a wild card spot, but still. Now, you know, you're, I was talking about all these teams behind the D-backs who I don't have any confidence in. Look at the Giants. They're now just a game and a half back of that wild card spot after being in last place. The Marlins are still ahead of the D-backs. Uh, the Rockies are still ahead of the D-backs. So this D-backs team has not looked good in this last week. The pitching has been just about the same. It's always been the whole year, you know, up and down outside of two guys I always mentioned. Merrill Kelly finally had a... A porous start, uh, his most recent start against the A's, he gave up four earned runs over like six innings. That was his worst start of the year. That that for Robbie Ray would have been his best start of the season. So, I, I mean, I'm not going to give Merrill Kelly a lot of crap for how well he's been pitching this season. Four earned runs is not even that terrible of a start. But if it, it's really been this D-backs offense the last week that just during this losing streak has looked atrocious. I mean... Uh, if we just look at the last week, this D-backs offense is batting just 213. They have an OBP of 280 and a slugging of 324. Those are just garbage numbers. In the last seven games, they have just four home runs with 19 RBIs. They've only scored 20 runs total in the last seven games. So this D-backs offense has really been a struggle. And what... I don't know why. I don't know why this team is just so up and down. Like I said, this is just who they are. And I don't know why they consistently do this every season. I don't know what it is. If it's the manager, if it's, you know, the GM not putting the right pieces together. I can't even really blame him. Is it more in Tori Lovello not getting these guys to play more consistently at a higher level, more consistently? I don't know what it is. I don't know who to blame. But if the D-backs are now... All of a sudden, back on this train where, you know, I have to jump back off the bandwagon after doing a pod last week 
Well, I told everyone to hop back in. I'm going to be pretty disappointed in this team. And that that's going to make me really question whether the D-backs are going to clean house this offseason. I mean, I don't know. This will be the fourth year now where the D-backs just t- tugged at your heartstrings and eventually missed the playoffs. So I don't think Derek Hall wants to do this again. I don't think Mike Hazen wants to do this again. I don't think Tori Lavella wants to do this again. And the players, a lot of them haven't been on the team long enough to know that this is their MO. But some of them have. A guy like David Peralta has been on this team for quite some time now. He knows the D-backs always like to hover around with 80 wins, always be around 500, but never be that great. 2017, they won those 93 games, but they won 82 in 2018, 85 in 2019. And right now, it seems like if we play a full 2020, they'll be right around 80 games again. But... I'm still, I still have hope. I still think they can pick it back. We'll see what happens in the second half of the season. Uh, you know, we're now at the halfway point. Derek Hall says this team is going to be buyers at the trade deadline. So we'll see what he can do at the deadline, see what kind of pieces he can add to this team. And if you ever need pieces to add to your car, I suggest going to rockauto.com because with the ever-increasing number of makes and models, it is now impossible to stock all the parts you will need in a traditional chain store front. Winder often pointless or seemingly intimidating questioning and wait while the counterman orders the parts on his computer, choosing the only brand his warehouse happens to carry. You have computers with, rock, with access to rockauto.com at home and in your pocket. RockAuto.com is a family business serving auto park customers online for 20 years. Go to RockAuto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. The RockAuto.com catalog is unique and remarkably easy to navigate. Quickly see all the parts available for your vehicle and choose the brand, specifications, and prices you prefer. Best of all, prices at RockAuto.com are always reliably low, and the same for professionals and do-it-yourselfers. Why spend up to twice as much for the same parts? Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Right locked on in there. How did you hear about us, Box? So they know we send you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Rockauto.com. All right, all right, all right. Let's get back into it. And I want to talk about this D-backs versus Rockies series because I'm hoping, you know, this series could put the D-backs back on the right track as Rockies pitching staff has been pretty solid on the year, I believe. I would have to look up the numbers pretty quickly. I looked it up the other day, and I'm pretty sure this Rockies pitching staff was pretty solid. I know the Rockies bullpen has been awful recently but I think the Rockies have pretty good starters uh when looking at them on the year I mean this team has some guys that have been having some breakout seasons that you wouldn't have expected or you would have expected because it's not just a breakout season it's more of a resurgence I should say like a guy like Kyle Freeland who's actually uh you know he's been he's been good in his career he's had a season where he's finished pretty high in Cy Young voting uh, a couple years ago Finished pretty high, but is back to dealing again. But the rest of this Rockies rotation has been solid. Antonio Senzatella has a 3.96 ERA. He's been solid on the years, giving up six home runs, which is not too nice. 
Ryan Castellani, Ryan Castellani got 377 ERA. He's only pitched 14 innings, though, on the season. And then those are really your three guys who've been performing the best. Hermine Marquez has been struggling a little bit. John Gray hasn't been good at all on the season. So it's really been Kyle Freeland who's been carrying this pitching staff. And this, you know, Rockies rotation, uh, it's been all right. It was better in the beginning of the year. The Rockies, to start the season, were pretty good in terms of team ERA. They are pretty good in terms of not allowing a ton of guys. But recently, I mean, if you look, uh, you know, in total, the, the Rockies have 15 quality starts uh, on the year, which is tied for third in the whole major league. So they've been pitching well on the season in terms of quality starts. Their guys go out there and pitch quality games, but their team ERA is ninth in the National League, sitting at 4.66. So they, their team ERA is not too good, and most of it's because of their bullpen. Some of it's because they're starting rotation, but really their bullpen. Their starting rotation was pretty good to start the year. It's been struggling more recently. They're, they're this whole Giants, or not Giants, this whole Rockies team, I've just been struggling more recently. This team is really in a in a, in a major slump right now. Uh, if you just go look at you know their record over the the last fourteen games, the Rockies have only won two games of their last fourteen. So this this is the team that's just struggling big time right now, and and it's struggling in you know both facets of the game, not just pitching, not just hitting, but both. It's been the offense and the pitching for the Colorado Rockies. Because if you look at their batting and pitching splits from the last two weeks, it has not been very pretty. Over the last week for this Colorado Colorado Rockies team, they're batting 199 as a team with a 596 OPS. So that those are numbers right there are atrocious for batting. And then for their pitching over the last week, their, uh, their, their pitching totals, their ERA in the last week is a 671. They've given up in the last seven games 14 home runs, 45 earned runs in the last seven games. So that's where they've really struggled with their pitching and their and their uh, their pitching and their hitting is where the Rockies have really struggled during this recent, you know, big time slump. It's not even a little slump. It's a big time slump. As I said, only winning two of your last 14 games is not it's not gonna get it done for you at all. The Rockies were as high as second in the NL West, and now they are right there fighting <laughs> fighting the D-backs for the, the basement in the NL West. So the, these are two teams that definitely want to break out of this slump. And for the D-backs, I'm hoping this could be a matchup where they get right back into it. And I'm hoping, the, I'm hoping you know, playing the Rockies could get the D-backs right back into it because playing the Rockies last time is kind of what started that that stretch for the D-backs where they, you know, got a little bit back into it, where they got a little bit better, and where they were starting to look like a competent team offense and pitching because it, it really started. First, they won the series against the Astros. Then they lost the series against the Padres. But then they won the series again against the Rockies. And then after the Rockies, when they went on that little six-game winning streak, so really it was the Rockies that got them started. Last time against the Rockies, we saw huge showings out their offense. They scored 12 runs in that first game, 7 in the second, and 13 in their final game. Now, the biggest issue against the Rockies in that first series was the pitching. The pitching gave up 8 runs, then 8 runs, and then 7 runs. So the, the pitching didn't show up against the Rockies, but the offense did. And the offense seems to be the only part of the D-backs that could 
get into a, a nice streak in that kid that could show up consistently. And so I have no confidence in the pitching staff outside the, the duo that I always mention for this team. So I believe that the D-backs could get back on track with, the, uh, with playing this Rockies team. This Rockies team is not doing itself any favors recently. They've looked as bad as the D-backs, or, or you can even make the, the argument even worse the last two weeks. And we just look at the, what the Rockies have done recently, because right now the Rockies are on a 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7 game losing streak. And if you look at the numbers the Rockies have put up, they lost 11-3 to in their most recent game. They lost 4-3 to before that, 5-1 to before that, 10-8 before that, 13-6 before that, 2-1 to before that, 2-1 to before that. So for the Rockies, it seems whenever they, they – it seems like for the Rockies, on the days they get good pitching, their offense can't hit. And then on the days they get uh, good hitting, their pitching can't pitch. So the Rockies haven't been able to be – a, a balance team. They haven't been able to be on the same page. And the Rockies, even though they are on a seven-game losing streak, they've only won one game in their last 11. So this Rockies team is just atrocious right now. I think it has been even worse than the D-backs. So I'm hoping this D-backs team could hopefully, you know, I said this against the San Francisco Giants. I thought the D-backs team was going to get right back on track with the San Francisco Giants. I thought that was a series they could have easily won. They were going against a nice team that hasn't been able to pitch all season long. They have one of the worst bullpens in all of baseball, and they, they don't have anybody that scares you in their lineup, but yet the, the Giants came in and just swept the D-backs, and I'm scared that that could happen to the Rockies too. It shouldn't happen. These two teams are evenly matched right now with how bad they've been playing on both sides of the ball. So I'm hoping this D-backs team could get back into it, could get back on track because, as I keep saying, we're at the halfway point now. There's not a lot of time left in the season. If you want to make a real run at the postseason, you have to start doing it now. There's not there's not a lot of games left. The season's going to go by quicker than you think. We're already halfway through. It, it doesn't feel like baseball, you know, the, the season's halfway halfway over, considering we're, we've been so accustomed to 162 games, 162-game seasons, but... This season's almost over. The D-backs better pick it up or they're going to be looking on the outside in when it comes to playoff time. And they can all start tonight against the Colorado Rockies, the team that's been struggling just as bad as them over the last week and a half, even longer than that. So D-backs definitely get it together tonight against the Rockies if you want any shot at resurrecting your season. That's it for this edition of the Locked On Diamondbacks podcast. Hope everyone is staying safe and staying healthy. And let's go D-backs. And don't forget to go to rockauto.com in case you need any auto and body parts. And don't forget to tell them we sent you. Peace!